0: Warming up, four, five, six, two. It's Tuesday, the twenty-sixth of May, two thousand and fifteen. Come on, that's so much nicer with a human voice. How could you? Anyone want the robot voice in that? It'd be ridiculous. I miss doing the podcasts. What was that? Terry? So some interference came through on the cans there. That's what we. Uh, it's what we call the headphones in the business. Well, you know Terry, and no, I'm telling you, you know that better than anyone. So I cracked and bought a futuristic sports watch, but amazingly, I managed to resist the lure and expense of Apple and plumped for a Garmin Vivo Active. It doesn't look quite or anywhere near as cool as some of the Apple Watches, and its functions are mainly, mainly limited to sport and fitness, though you still get notifications from your phone, which is more useful than I thought it would be. But although I'm still finding my way around it, I'm quite impressed. Hopefully, it'll give my exercise regime a boost. The pros over Apple Watch are that it's cheaper, still around the £200 marks, a bit more if you go with the heart monitor. It's waterproof, so you can wear it while swimming, washing up bathing babies and showering. I know that I'll quickly destroy an Apple Watch via the medium of water. Uh, though someone told me that the Apple Watch is waterproof, and that was Andy McCage. I'm not sure he's correct, but uh, that's not what I'd heard. But maybe it is. And it has a fairly robust battery life, though though using the GPS runs it down much more quickly. Though I'm in a day in and it's still on 60%, and in fact it's losing about 10% a day, so it's very good for that, even with GPS. I like the way that the exercise info syncs up with my Fitness Pal, though I'm sure other watches will do that too. Though for the moment the syncing seems a bit random and slow, and less successful on the app on the phone. Also, there's the slight advantage of not looking like the kind. Of prick who just buys whatever Apple puts out like a stupid zombie but that's only slight because now the now you're the kind of prick who buys a cheaper version of the same thing in the mas- misguided belief that you look like a real sports person. The cons are that the heart monitor is a strap that you have to wear on your chest which I can't really see me bothering with even when I'm exercising. I believe the heart monitor is integrated in other devices and it doesn't have the range of apps that the Apple Watch has. I like the idea of having maps on the watch and getting directions to where you're going which the Garmin doesn't have as far as I can tell. The screen is maybe a bit small I find it hard to read some of the info on it but I am and in denial that I need glasses. If only someone would invent some glasses that have loads of technology in them and linked up that which linked up with your phone. But it's already sold me on the idea of the smartwatch as a useful tool, especially within an exercise diet framework. I like the encouragement to get out and do more walking or running, and I like the stats all being there for you to see. I think it's crazy to spend big money on a smartwatch, though, as it's the kind of thing that will only have a useful life of a couple of years before it's usurped by a better device. A couple of hundred pounds for something that you'll use every day for 24 months seems a reasonable outlay. I imagine, perhaps wrongly, that in two years there'll be a waterproof Apple Watch with maybe a better battery life. I'm dreaming there, clearly, and at a much more reasonable price. I'm asleep. That is, that is, it is, that. I'm so asleep that it's embarrassing. I'll see if the issues I have with the software turn out to be user stupidity or not. i will be interested to see if it remains with me all the time. But it's encouraged me to go for a run today and to do over 6,000 steps in the afternoon slash evening. So hopefully that will continue. The heart monitor does feel like something from the 17th century, though, so I probably won't bother with that. Or if, I've known, if knowing your, mind, your heart rate is very important... Important to you, then maybe go with something else. And if you don't mind looking like the kid at school whose parent knew their kid wanted a smartwatch but got the wrong one so the kid gets bullied for the next five years, then the Garmin is a good option. Whilst I'm acting as an unpaid reviewer, I'll also recommend a couple of good apps that I've been using on my iPhone. I've been using Lawn Drap for dry cleaning, it might just be a London thing, I'm not sure about that, where they pick up and drop off your dry cleaning for you at home or whatever you like. I've used it a couple of times, it's been reasonably priced and efficient, and my stuff has been clean. So if you're lazy and dirty, then this might be the service for you. If if you use the code KZVGJF, you'll get £10 off. And so will I, which is the closest I'll be, get to being paid to review something. So far, nobody has taken advantage of that. So. And that is what that's that kind of thing is available to anyone who uses the app. You can recommend it to your friends, then um, they don't know that I've recommended to them. I've also been finding Wonderlist very useful to do as a to as a to do list on the phone. It's W U N D E R L I S T. It's free, and you can easily share lists with other people. In fact, ironically, that was uh, that little beeping noise in this podcast was my wife adding something to the list, which means you could let your partner know if you've run out of yogurt or whatever you're buying from the supermarket. That was just a random example, or work on a project with someone else. And remember, I'm a man of integrity and. Can- not be bought unless you want to sponsor an episode of Rahula Stepper, Stepper, in which case you can buy me for £1,500. But the important thing is that I haven't been bought for any of this. That is my genuine recommendations. You can trust me. I'm a comedian.